0: You're listening to Sleepovers, the podcast brought to you by Novotel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sleepovers. I'm Lauren, a mom, a business owner, and a travel and lifestyle content creator. Join us here at Sleepovers, where we're surrounded by fluffy pillows, warm blankets, and some really good friends to chat with. It's a new year which brings new beginnings, new fresh starts, new challenges, and possibly some New Year's resolutions. Along with that, there's a lot of social challenges as well. It can feel quite heavy at times, and I'm looking forward to chatting through a few of those topics today with fellow mum and content creator, Lauren McDermott. Well, Lauren, it's the start of a new year. Very exciting, but also there's a lot of pressure that comes along with that. How do you handle all the pressures of New Year's resolutions and new beginnings? And
1: Yeah, so I, I am a big fan of January. Do you like January? I actually love January, yeah. but I feel like I'm one of the very few. Yeah, <laughs> it gets a lot of negative press, I think, and actually for years. I, I remember just thinking it was like the dark, you know, the excitement of Christmas is over. It's the darkest month of the year. There's not really very much happening. And it felt like it went on and on and on. I just used to think I can't wait for spring, can't wait for summer. But definitely in the last few years, I feel like I've learned to appreciate January and actually crave it, you know, like towards the end of December which can be so busy Mm -hmm. for so many people, especially mums, I think. You know, we have so much to do in December that I find myself towards the end of the month being like, oh, I'm really looking forward to getting a rest in January. I'm really Mm -hmm. looking forward to being able to listen to my body a little bit more in January. Craving a reset. Yes. I'm the same. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Craving a reset. And I think you don't have that at Christmas. You want to do all of the things, Mm -hmm. be all of the places, Mm -hmm. you know, the school calendar is so busy. Yeah.
0: Give so much of your time Absolutely. to so many other projects and maybe January's a time to bring it back and focus yes. on yourself again.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. I think nothing in nature is full on all through the year. Mm-hmm. So many animals hibernate during the winter. And I feel like that is what we should do. We should mm-hmm. lean into that. So I try to ignore all of that. Yeah, that because stuff the- about new year, new me, and it's more like a time to Yeah.
0: Go inwards. Go inwards and slowly as well because there's so much pressure with exercising, diets, wellness, starting new routines when actually maybe the growth needs to be within and
1: take it a little bit slower. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I think you know it's it's for some people perhaps that's what they really love about january they love that whole the pressure the kind of the goal setting and they're raring to go but i think for me it's it's lovely to be able to like reflect on the year gone by and think about all the things that we want to do this year mm-hmm. but in a much sort of softer less high-pressure way. Yeah. Um, because I also really want to read all of those books that I didn't read at the end of last year. Yeah. And I want to organise my wardrobe and make some plans for the year ahead. Um, yeah. And is there a specific routine
0: that you like to go back to in January to, to really get yourself grinded back into that again?
1: Um, oh, yeah. So... As a working mum, because yeah. I know it's a real juggle. Yeah, absolutely. I think the good thing about January is that there's not a huge amount of going on. Like Mm -hmm. there's not a huge social expectation in January. So I suddenly find myself over the Christmas period, there seems to be no time. You know, like (laughs) we all say the same thing to each other. I think we're like, where there's not enough hours in the day. Where does the time go? Yeah, But it doesn't feel like that so much in January. So it's a really good time to like, I suppose, look at, look at how you how you feel. When do you feel most productive? Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that I'm really not a morning person. So I'm seeing so many people at the moment saying that they're waking up at 6am and doing a workout before, before their... their kids wake up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, what a woman. That's yeah. amazing. But that isn't me. Yeah. So I think in the morning, I take a little while to come around. I really like having a bit of daylight in the morning and then having a nice cup of coffee. It's not the time that I'm most productive. But I do think once the, the boys are or off at school, that kind of three or four hours of the day is when I'm at my best, mm-hmm. especially at this time of year, when actually the weather can be really beautiful in the winter. It's so, you know, like clear blue skies and yeah. that kind of crisp, refreshing air. It feels like it's exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but then by the time the evening comes around, it's already dark when they get home from school and clubs and things like that. I think that's a good time to kind of settle in and relax a little bit more than we were able to do yeah for the other part of the year so
0: I suppose as well balancing a professional and a personal life how do you find the balance between the two I know you do like to do a lot of planning writing down as well don't you but like how do you balance the two and juggle them together to make sure that you give your best to both
1: yeah that's such a good question I don't know that I've ever achieved a balance (laughs) (laughs) despite my best efforts I don't know if it is truly possible for like a working mum to feel like everything is in balance, because especially being a mum, there is always this this pull to mm-hmm. to home and to all of the things that you want to be able to do. Uh, same if you have, you know, you like have all of your amazing businesses and and all of these things that you want to achieve there. Something's got to give, like you can't be, you can't give 100% to everything because there's not enough um, to go around. So I think understanding that and accepting that and and knowing that things change, things change. Yeah. Like you, you, you have can diary out a morning and say that you're going to do something, exactly. but a kid's sick and
0: everything goes completely Absolutely. out the window, and you have to be flexible with yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. That's actually great. Yeah, you, you're still you do your best, and you do you gave all that you could in that in that instance. Mm-hmm. And I think more so than finding balance and like complete organization for me, it's been accepting that. I can only do my best. Do yeah. you have that? I bet.
0: Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah I think I, I do push myself quite a lot and have yeah. to sort of bring myself down sometimes. And actually, my husband's quite good at doing that yes. for me in terms of me telling too. me to switch off and, yeah. and let things be. Yes. And in that sense, we're a really good balance between me. each other. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think balance is definitely one of the things that I. Really do like to try and prioritise, and travelling is actually one thing that I find balances me. Just to take that time away from the home, yeah. As a family together, really does help me switch off and really help my personal and family time. Yeah, for me. Um, but I know everyone is so different. Yeah. I don't write things down like you do. I know you like to diary out your planning, and I've tried so many times, and I just can't work that way. So how
1: do you? How do you have it all in your phone? All in my head. In your head. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like Colin. (laughs) Words. <laughs>
0: that's amazing. Or my iPhone notes app is, um, sometimes I try and write things down, but if you were to look at it now, it would make absolutely no sense. It's absolutely chaotic in there. But but it that, works for you. It works for me. Yeah. And um, I think we're all different. Yeah, that's amazing. But I amazing. do always try every year for my thing is to try and be a bit more planned and a bit more orientated. I never quite get there, but it is one of my always to-do
1: lists for the new year. To like be more organized. Yeah. Yeah, You seem so organized. (laughs) You're doing really well.
0: It's Uh, like one of those swans above water that looks like it, but (laughs) underneath there's like a lot going on and my head's always spinning. But I have to say that's just something that I thrive on. I love love the busyness and I I love to be busy as well. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's so good. That's so interesting. Yeah. So my husband, Colin, is exactly like you. He doesn't write anything down. (laughs) And I, I say things to him and I'm like are you gonna need to write this down you know like all of the things that we have to do he doesn't need to do that he finds it so much better to just have it in his head mm-hmm. um, and lots of my friends do everything on their phones and laptops like yeah. everything is digital but I have learned for me it has to be like pen to paper it's mm-hmm. just what works mm-hmm. I don't know there's something about writing it that makes it go in I feel like and also the kind of physical like crossing off of things on a list it's done yeah and And you've done that line yeah Yeah, that big black line like I achieved that and I achieved that and even if I I don't think you know will we ever achieve everything on our list Mm -hmm. we have lots of things on that list it's still that like sense of satisfaction when you when you cross it off I even write down things that I've already done so that I can cross it off Uh, (laughs) that's cheating Lauren that's (laughs) cheating Uh, it still makes me feel good seeing all those crosses
0: (laughs) Do you know one of my worst habits, Lauren? Sending emails to myself. So if you went into my inbox, there's like erratic emails, maybe just one word. And I actually write it to myself in while doing something else then look back on it and think what does that even mean? Oh. So what's your recommendations yeah. well, if I was to try and be a bit more organized I do that too. Yeah, I'm, I that I'm too. in good company.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually have a friend who is so organized. She's incredible and she picked up my phone the other day. We were having breakfast and she picked up my phone with all of the notifications and she was like oh, this is giving me anxiety just looking at my phone full of all these things but I can switch off to stuff like that. That doesn't bother me so much. Um, But definitely things that help me. sounds like you've actually got it nailed anyway, just with it all being in your head. Um, But the things that if somebody is feeling a little bit frazzled, the things that I find really helpful are to do a weekly to-do list. Mm -hmm. Um, So to write down all of the things that have to be achieved that week. Mm -hmm. If you can, I feel like this is taking it to another level, but I try to separate that into things that I want to achieve and things that I have to achieve. Mm -hmm. Because humans, we automatically do the thing we kind of procrastinate basically always. so there are things that we we have to do but we'll always do something else mm-hmm. um whereas i think if you have written a list of all the things that you both want to do and have to do you can do a few halves and then a want mm-hmm. and then a few more halves and then a want and so you still get everything done there are like i said my people like my friend who would split their list into four different categories and okay. stuff like that but i think that for me really works and just one list for the whole week feels achievable for me rather than a daily list. Well, that actually is
0: the best tip that I've heard because all I ever hear people say is daily lists. And I can find that very overwhelming because so many things can go wrong in a day. Absolutely. And then once that's done one day and I've not ticked everything off the list, then I just think, oh, that didn't work for me and I move on to something else. A weekly list does sound
1: like a much better um, use of time. And if you can't achieve everything in one day, it's okay because the list is still going to be there tomorrow. And like you said about, you know, getting that call from school, And they need to come home and everything that you'd planned that day goes out the window. That of course happens, but you're giving yourself a little bit of flexibility. Yeah. I think that's just what works for me. Um, What other tips would I have? I think knowing when you're most productive is also really helpful. We were talking about not feeling like super productive first thing in the morning. Again, my husband is like such a morning person. He is out of bed and doing stuff first thing in the morning. And I take a little while to kind of come round. I feel like I want to light a candle and yeah. <laughs> have a cup of coffee before I can like move on with my yeah. day. Um, whereas in the evening... Um, especially when it's lighter in the summer. I feel really productive. I've still got loads and loads of energy in the evening, but mm-hmm. he kind of hits that wall and is like, I think I'm done now. I can't do any more work. Um, so I think understanding when you're most productive also helps you to plan that yeah. into your day. Yeah. So maybe when you're not feeling super productive, that's a really good time to go for a walk or do Pilates or whatever it is yes. that you enjoy yeah. or like cook something really, you know, do something wholesome that's mm-hmm. nice and gentle. And then when you're at your most productive, that's when you put all your kind of have-tos in.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I know you're a massive fan of nature yeah. and getting outside with nature. And I think that is something that's also so important with so many people who work from home now yes. as well, that you can find yourself within four walls yes. for a full day. Yeah. and Or people even in an office. Yes. And... Maybe in their lunch break, actually just deciding to just get out and walk. Yes, and not even for a fitness, but it's actually just to clear the mind Absolutely. and try and do that at least once a day. Yes. I find if I am not outside once a day, yeah, with for a good half hour, I can really feel it mentally. It yes.
1: really does clear my mind. Yeah, it's the best therapy, yeah, and it's free. There is actually this thing like green mind, they say, about how being in nature, like there's so many benefits to us and how we're we're lacking in it, you know, mm-hmm. like, exactly like you said about us just being on screens all day. And mm-hmm. then I suppose when you have that, that time when you could go for a, a walk, you maybe think, well, this is my time to relax mm-hmm. and do something else. But you never regret, you never regret going for a walk. I think even if the weather is horrendous, as long as you have the right, the, the right, right clothes, clothes, that's what they say. It's the still amazing yeah. like walking in the rain. It's so cleansing. It's so refreshing. Mm-hmm messes up your hair, so you need to have... That's the only problem. <laughs> yeah, you need to have like a good hood or a good hat um, and it still feels so amazing. Yeah.
0: As we were talking about earlier, there's such a juggle, especially as a businesswoman, a working mum and family life and being something to everybody. How do you find that you balance all those things? Mm.
1: Yeah, I think, I don't know, do you do this like, this sort of pressure to be perfect mm-hmm. thing? Um, and I, I have really probably let lots of other things given into the idea that there is no such thing as perfect. Mm. Um, but I do think it's good for us all. I don't think there's anything wrong with us all trying to be the best version of ourselves. Mm. So it's not about perfect at all, actually. It's like such a silly word. But more about, yeah, growing and, and being the best version of ourselves. Um, across all areas of our life. And that sometimes can leave you feeling a little bit overwhelmed. It definitely leaves me sometimes feeling a little bit overwhelmed. Like if you're juggling balls, some of them will have to drop. Yeah. But we did talk a bit earlier about making time for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there's not a waste of time. No. It's not, you shouldn't feel guilty for doing that. And you shouldn't let anybody ever make you feel guilty for needing your own time and space. Um, and, I think if we go back to like the work thing specifically, I think for so much of my working life, I gave way more than was necessary. Um, I never switched my phone off. No. You know, I was always available. I was always working late. I was working early. I, I just didn't really have, I don't think I prioritized my, Myself at all mm-hmm. in any way other than I wanted everyone to think that I was really, really good mm-hmm. at my job and that I was took it seriously. And um, but now I understand that 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 wouldn't be a good example to set somebody younger than me who's mm-hmm. who's in the same world, the corporate world, that you know, absolutely you should you should give everything that you have while you're there yeah. and then you need to switch off. Yeah. Then you need to finish and you need to move on to the other things that are important to you, like yourself and your children and your family totally. and all of the things that nourish you and bring you joy. I think yeah. it is. It's just accepting that you you can't be all of those things mm-hmm. to all of those people. And it's it's good to be on and be off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally guilty of that as well because
0: obviously I've run a couple of businesses yeah. and when you're self-employed, there really is no direct working hours. No. So there's days that I can be making a bouquet on a Sunday or replying to yes. emails at nine o'clock on a Monday evening. Yeah, But at the same time, as a mother, it works well for me because I can also take out an hour during the day to yes. pick up the boys from school. Yeah, But that switch off time in terms of when do I stop is always a very blurred line for it me is. and
1: something that I always try and do better with. Yes, yeah. I, I totally relate. And I think it is, it's is—it's the blessing of being self-employed and having flexible working. Mm-hmm. But also it's a little bit of a curse when you you think I'm not really sure when I'm on and when I'm off. And I think most of us, if we're being really honest, we're on our phones too late at night, yes. we're on our phones too early in the morning, we're replying to emails and all of that sort of stuff. And nobody's perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. But I think it's just... Yeah, being aware of it, I mm. suppose, and never feeling guilty. If you're like, I'm turning that off, I'm going to deal with that tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to deal with it next week because right now it's the weekend. And, you know, we were talking about feeling overwhelmed. And so I sometimes think I can get so into all of these other things. And I am like, actually, I'm just going to go and lie in bed with the boys and read a book. Mm-hmm. And Phone the, away. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the best thing. It's yeah. so... Nourishing and soothing. Soak it up. Yeah, soak yeah. it up. And because then you're like they I say, I those years now. go so
0: quickly as yeah. well, and we
1: really have to be yeah. so present and yeah,
0: um talking about scrolling I'm totally guilty of it but it's one of those habits that I try to stop doing in the evenings before bed Yes, try and read a book I've got a book at my bedside table that really forces me I've got my phone to go on to like a, a silent yes. mode to stop me from scrolling after nine o'clock yeah that's is good is there any habits that you're trying to break coming into 2024 yes. yeah this
1: is always the habit that yeah. I'm trying to break yeah. this is like an ongoing <laughs> <laughs> so many things I think oh yeah I do that now so I, I go for a walk every day and And I do Pilates and I drink more water and all of these sorts of things. I'm like, yes, I'm doing this, but this is the one thing Mm -hmm. that keeps rearing its its head. Um, But I love that now on lots of social channels, you can have like a quiet mode Mm -hmm. and you set it. So Instagram actually says to me at nine o'clock. Me too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. time to stop, Mm -hmm. which is a good reminder. Even if you ignore it sometimes, it still reminds you that it's past your your time. Um, And I think waking up, and having in the morning uh, another really bad habit was that i used to wake up and instantly reach mm. for my phone and i would check my emails check my messages um, so I try not to do that now. We have those like morning bulbs, you know, the, I can't remember what they're called, but you wake up slowly, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can even get apps on your phone that that do the same sort of thing. Is um, that instead of an alarm or? Yes, no alarm. I, because I find waking up to the, a loud alarm mm-hmm. makes me wake Start up in a bit of a panic. You, yeah. yeah. Do you find that?
0: Yeah, yeah. But I still use the alarm. I did try to go to one of those alarms that had the light that changed. Yes.
1: but. I didn't think it, it was strong enough to wake no. me up, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, well, you can actually, yeah, there's so many things. You can get like bulbs in your in your room um, where they automatically, like every single lamp in your room gradually gets lighter. Mm-hmm. So that maybe would wake you up. But either way, in the summer, it's so much easier yeah. because obviously we can just have the curtains open and have the, the natural light to mm-hmm. come through. Um, but it is harder at this time of year. So um, that's something that we do. And then I try not to reach for my phone. Mm -hmm. I really try to just have, like, go outside, make a coffee, all of that sort of stuff, cuddle with the children and your husband and then get to the phone after.
0: And in terms of social commitments, one thing that I really try and do every year is to try and say no to a few more things because I'm very much a yes girl. And I love to say yes to everything, even though it's maybe not what's best for me at that time and perhaps need that time to reset and relax. Do you find you're one of those people that tries to learn to say no a bit more or how do you balance that? Because I know that things come in from all angles, especially when you're a working mum Um, with kids and wife and friends and relative and daughter. um, You can get pulled in a lot of different directions.
1: You can. And we're all, I think, trying to please everybody Mm. and be the best version of ourselves for everyone. Mm -hmm. But it's so true, that old saying, you can't pull from an empty cup. It's so true, isn't it? And Mm -hmm. some things like some social expectations like fill your cup back up again. And, mm-hmm. and there's definitely a time when you really can't wait to mm-hmm. do that thing. Even if you're a little bit tired, you're like, I am going to this. It's going to be so much fun. Um, but again, I think over the last few years, maybe it's age. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's age. But I feel like I'm much more confident now at saying no. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people say this thing where you just say no, you don't need to explain yourself. But I <laughs> I really do always still need to explain myself. But I think I am I'm feel much more confident in owning that, oh, I can't come tonight because um I'm just really, really tired or I really just need you know, when you need one of those nights where you can just stay in and relax. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it's okay. Um I, I would definitely do that and encourage my friends to do the same. Like if they if they were deciding that something wasn't for them that I had that i had organized mm-hmm. i would encourage them to be like do you know what tonight's not the one or yeah. i think it's okay to say that yeah and to kind of normalize i think that word sometimes is a bit silly but to normalize needing to relax and yeah. be at home and have an early night and and all those things yeah. they can fill your cup up so much more than forcing yourself to do something no absolutely and paying for it the next day
0: yeah i think that's the main thing isn't yeah. it On our Sleepovers podcast, we're going to ask every guest what their
1: unready routine is. Mm. Would you like to take us through it? Yes. So um, maybe like a little, like a non-caffeinated tea Mm. to start. So like some kind of herbal tea or something like that would be really lovely. Um, And then a bath, ideally, but also a shower. Like sometimes if I don't have time for a bath, I'm still happy with a shower. Take off all my makeup. I think that is. There's no better feeling.
0: There Isn't that? I love doing my skincare in the evening. It's such a treat. I look forward to
1: it Me too. Yeah. Me too. And sometimes I bring it forward. (laughs) Do you do that? Like five o'clock, I'm taking all my makeup off and I'm going to put a face mask on. Uh, Start the routine really early, but always go to bed with clean skin, Mm -hmm. moisturizer, serum, like the the more the better. Mm -hmm. Layer it up. Um, And that's it. I, I do try, I do really try not to look up my phone after nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, and reading a book or a magazine or anything that doesn't have a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, do you keep books beside your bed? I do. Do you keep your phone beside I think, your bed? Um, I do. Yeah, me mm, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, so it's good and bad. Um, but I really love reading cookbooks. Oh. Which my friend thinks is really bizarre that I love reading cookbooks before going to bed. But I think I just... I feel like that's a really good time to mark off recipes that I want to make. Or Colin to make. Yeah, (laughs) that I want Colin to make. Even better. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, I do have a stash of books next to my bed and lots of cookbooks are always there as well. Lovely. Um, Little stickers that I can put in. And then, yeah, that's it. Lights out. It's been so lovely having this chat today. I wish we could
0: talk on and on. Me too. But unfortunately, we're running out of time. Oh. But thank you so much for sharing
1: everything with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You did such a good job. Oh, and I can't wait to listen to the other episodes as well. Thank you, Lauren.
0: Thank you for listening to Sleepovers, a podcast brought to you by Novotel. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about taking time for our loved
1: ones. Here is a quick preview. So I've been here for nine years now. This is what I always say is that it doesn't get easy, but we always try and have plans in place so we can see each other because I do miss my family a lot. So I've got three kids um, and my kids are really close to my family and my family wants, they want to be involved in like everything that we do. So we always make sure to have plans in place of like when they come to see us and I still want my kids as well to be really um, in touch with my culture. Cause obviously I feel like Brazil and England, there's like quite <laughs> quite
0: a lot of differences. If you would like to watch more, check out our social media platforms at Novotel Hotels. See you next time.